Hoops and Homers podcast, your home for everything Dodgers, Angels, Lakers, maybe not Clippers this week, because we're going to be and talking Clippers, about Clippers, a good job Clippers, Western Conference Finals. Clippers did so good against the Nuggets. What did you think of that one, Derek? You know what? Wow. I think it's, it's pretty well documented. We are both big Lakers fans, and uh, we did not appreciate the... Uh, the dubbing of the Clippers as the the super team as soon as it was put together, so it felt pretty yeah. good to see them uh, see that old Clipper curse <sighs> rear its ugly head and and uh, get get them eliminated. You know, fifty seasons they haven't made a conference finals. Yeah, fifty seasons. I was just to bring that up. They That's are insane. by far the only team. It's been half a century. Um, that's crazy to think that a team has never made the Western Conference Finals. Um, I read a stat that they're 0 for 8, I'm pretty sure, in games to clinch. Yeah. Um, that's absurd. I mean, in Houston, when they had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and all those guys, J.J. Reddick, Jamal Crawford, I mean, that was a really good team. I don't know yeah. if they're contenders, but I think they definitely should have closed that series out, but they lost to Josh Smith somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but now, this is a team that should have won it all, and they didn't beat the Denver Nuggets. Not to say the Nuggets are a bad team, but when you have a 3-1 lead like you did, you, gotta you have more talent by far, and you have multi, multiple games with multiple dig, double-digit leads. That's Yeah. I, mean, that's I think we, we know the Clippers had a couple very big flaws, um, a lack of a good uh, true playmaker, um, was something that they needed all year. That they, it was just so hard for them to get shots. But really, I think it all comes down to chemistry and them just, just taking the regular season so it, lightly. They didn't really seem like they were in place too much. Yeah. Yeah, so... They never seem to click. Um, I feel like their team has a lot of drama. Anyways, we're not fulfilled. We're not... We'll talk about this in a later episode about what's yeah. the Clippers. Um, we're here for episode eight. Give you a rundown of now the Lakers and the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Nuggets I had as a sleeper to begin the season. Did not think, though, that they'd make it to the Western Conference Finals and seeing the amount of talent that was in the Western Conference this year. Yeah. Um, I, think a lot of people, I think a lot of people thought that Denver would be the number one seed. At least I thought they'd be the number one seed because of their depth. I thought they were really well suited for the regular season. Um, maybe not so much the playoffs. I thought, they'd be one seed. I thought they'd be the one seed because of the continuity that they had. Um, the Lakers and Clippers both getting all their – new guys the next season um and just the depth and youth that denver has um but i did not think that they would make it very far in the playoffs now they are facing the lakers and um i i think that it's i think that the lakers my spoiler alert is that it's not going to be that tough of a series and that's that's my hot take but denver is a really exciting team i'm saying it's going six you think it's going to go six I think it goes five. Well, how, how quick do you think? Any, I'm six. I okay. say five. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess argue we're, we're going that. right in with our predictions. And normally, this comes at the we're end. Right we're just too excited pop. right now. This is like but, Christmas Eve. We're so excited. This is I, just like I, I don't think it'll take. Honest, more than five. I did not. I did not. 
I think that it, you, you know, don't the have Lakers, a stopper for LeBron. Yeah, they they, you know, we we I played like, them. It just comes down to that for me. Right, yeah, um, you know, they're just not as athletic as we are. You know, Jokic and Murray are really good players, but neither one has the athleticism to stop Anthony Davis. And every time the Lakers played him in the regular season, including in Denver, which is one of the hardest places to play, given the altitude um, and the the home crowd. They just handle them so easily. I think that – I just see that the Lakers – I definitely think the Lakers will win this series, no matter what. Um, but I uh, I also think that they'll handle their business pretty quickly. So you're on board with them winning, right? But you think it'll be – it'll take a little – I'm on board while. in six. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one more than you. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just – I see the Lakers winning. I don't see it going seven. I really don't. I think it goes six either. at the most. I'm sticking to six. Um. I just think the Nuggets now have played their confidence. I don't think there's a more confident team. One of the most confident teams ever exists right now coming back. There's no pressure with them. Like there's no pressure. They have nothing to fear now. They've played 14 games though in the bubble. Yeah. Um, Some of their guys have played double the amount of minutes. I I mean, Jamal Murray's legs are not, they're going to have to give up eventually. Yeah. But I think I just wanted to run down some stats for you. Hit so, me. right now, through 10 games in the playoffs, Anthony Davis's PER is 31.88, and LeBron James's is 30.61. Wow. Now, to give some reference to that, the top player efficiency rating in NBA history is Michael Jordan at 27.8, I believe. Wow. I mean, so you're looking at guys that are putting up historic performances, as we expect. Granted, it's a 10-game sample size, but... But it's a playoff. I mean, you compare that to... Yeah, you, you compare that to what the Nuggets have. I mean, Jamal Murray and Jokic are putting up 25.2 and 25.1 on PER. Um, and that's kind of what's going to lead your team there. Um, I think a big factor in this series, too, will be Rondo again. He's yeah. been playing very well since he returned. Um, do you want to speak more about that? Yeah. Um, Rondo and LeBron, I, I think that the big thing here is going to be pick and roll getting to the hoop. Um, I read some stat that Jokic is the worst pick and roll defender in the NBA. And he's given up something like over a point and a half per possession on those drives, oh which gosh. is like insane. He's so incredibly slow. I think if you can involve him in offense, the, the goal is just to get him winded as much as possible. Stop him from being such a factor on offense. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, he is one of the most crazy players we've seen it in the nba in a long time with his passing his playmaking ability. ability is incredible it's unheard of for a guy yeah. who can just see over uh, everyone because he's seven feet tall yeah, yeah so i mean did you step past to i was gonna did you see the the behind the back pass to Jamal yeah the end of the game? yeah i mean and just the, he's so daring the shots the passes that he makes are like passes you would make in a pickup game you know like and this is the the Game seven, you know, and he's uh, exactly. he's still doing this. Um, one thing I think is going to be an interesting thing is who is going to guard Nikola Jokic, and I, I have a, a theory, um, but I want to hear what you think first. All right, um, so who guarding Jokic? Yeah, again, I think the Lakers take game one as an experiment. Yeah, um, they've been playing Anthony Davis a lot at the five in the Houston series. Now I see with Jokic on the floor, they start to deploy JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, obviously, Anthony Davis was almost defensive player of the year this year. 
you could possibly argue that he could have won the award. Um, so he is your best defender on the team. At the same time, knowing that, I think you do try to double um, Jokic a lot, try to deflect those passes, um, make Paul Millsap shoot threes. Um, because I think Denver's most dangerous when Jokic has the ball in the post. He has mm-hmm. so many options. His scoring ability is insane. And you have two long guys in JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, and they platoon them all the time to save their minutes and save their energy. Um, so he's going to have that fresh, those fresh legs on Jokic to kind of put a body on him. If JaVale McGee and uh, Dwight Howard aren't able to get the job done, then I would see Anthony Davis kind of taking more of that primary role on him. Yeah. So my thought is I'm sure we'll see the Lakers throw a bunch of guys at him, try to make him uncomfortable. I think that a good matchup might be having sticking LeBron on him um, because LeBron hmm. is, is a good defender in the post. They did it in Denver, um, I believe, in the first game they played them. This season, down the stretch, they had they stuck LeBron on him, and and LeBron blocked his shot a couple of times coming out of the post. Yeah. And I just think that you know, for a guy that is as big as Jokic, um, LeBron is a good guy to stick on him to try to knock him down. And I even heard somewhere that that Denver might consider putting Jokic on LeBron and just sagging off and forcing him to make jumpers. Which, in my opinion, I I say let that happen because LeBron's jumper has been really good recently. So I know. Especially in the playoffs, too. But I just think with Denver's offense, you have, I don't know, with Jamal Murray being able to have, I mean, in, throughout this entire Bell experience, you've seen his shot-making ability be insane. Yeah. Um, you said it in the Utah series, coming in the Clippers series. And Jokic, well, they're really the pinnacles of your offense. You really want to see guys like Jer- Jeremiah Grant shoot, Paul Millsap shoot. Paul Millsap's a little bit older, too. I keep picking on him. Yeah. Um, and a couple of the other guys, like uh, – a Monte Morris, a Tory Craig, especially certain guys that I mean, you'd be comfortable living with shooting. Because I have no doubt the Lakers are going to score points on this team. Yeah. But what's going to end this series quick is, can you defend them? Let's talk about what I think might be the biggest X factor for the Nuggets if they have any chance of beating the Lakers, and that is Michael Porter Jr., uh, the six foot ten, Kevin Durant light type player. Um, okay. He is interesting because he's got incre- – you know, we've seen him have incredible shot-making abilities and athleticism, and the Lakers have struggled with big wings in the regular season. But he's been horrible on defense, and he's made a lot of rookie mistakes. He's one of the worst defensive wings in the entire league, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think – I don't think his bad his, – his good play will out, outplay the mistakes he makes, but the Lakers have struggled against – uh, the Clippers with their big wings and um, the Celtics with their big wings. So I, I think that if he can play really well, he might be able to win them a game or two. <laughs> Again, I, I don't have much faith in, in the Nuggets winning the series. All I'm saying all. I've like, okay, so in the 14 games that Porter has played, he's averaged 11 points in 24 minutes or 25 minutes, which is really good for a rookie. Um, I'm not denying that, but again, you can't have Porter guarding LeBron yeah and absolutely. If, if Jokic is guarding LeBron I just think LeBron is going to be able to blow by him yeah or you're just opening up that passing lane which is I think one of the worst options you can do on defense yeah um but Porter if he's your x-factor he's going to be averaging at least 15 a game uh, an efficient 15 and that's a hot take my friend I just don't yeah see it no I don't think it's going to happen at all but I'm just th- saying look I I 
I hardly think it's going to go to a fifth game. But um, <laughs> if if it were to go into a long series, it's got to be there's got to be a third star. And um, I don't know if I don't, I don't Paul Millsap is not going to be that guy. Gary Harris is not going to be that guy. I think the only guy that could be a third star is Michael Porter Jr. So, and so, you know, the Lakers haven't played against them with him being part of the rotation early in the season. He wasn't part of the rotation. So yeah, I think that, um, you know, he, he could pose a little bit of a matchup problem on offense. Um, but again, his, his really horrible defense has what will make will hopefully allow Lakers to get a lot of easy buckets. And I think, too, where the Lakers excel is um, their age, while it can be slowing down at times. But they are very wise. You have two of the greatest basketball minds in Rondo and LeBron on the floor. Yeah. Um, I think even then they're going to know how to defend Porter. Um, I mean, yeah. not to sh- just destroy Porter, but, I, again, he's a rookie. Yeah. Um, LeBron's a 17-year vet, probably one of the smartest players to ever live and play the game. Um, there's nothing new that Porter's doing that LeBron hasn't seen. Um, and I think a lot of like the Laker members have seen. Uh, you have Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard. They're all guys that are, you know, up there. Um, one guy I wanted to get to on the Lakers in this series again um, is Dwight Howard. Yeah, he was my pick, a sleeper, um, to even begin these playoffs. Someone that I think wanted to resurrect his career. He's been a great role. Um, first of all, I just want to say, props to you, Dwight. You were great attitude watching you on the bench. It entertained me. Um, yeah. I go back today. I actually watched a rant um, that Jeff Van Gundy had on Dwight Howard when he was with the Lakers in the first stint talking about how he wanted more touches and just his selfishness and not being able to take responsibility. And you see kind of this night and day where he just sat out an entire series, but complete opposite. Yeah. Like it's incredible. And not only just doing it, but he's embracing the role that he's at right now. Yeah. Um, you don't see the Clippers guys doing that. Like JaVale no. and Dwight got no minutes. Both of those guys got big minutes. Dwight Howard could have been a six man of the year candidate um, yeah. if, if, if the NBA had looks at impact instead of just numbers, Dwight was one of the most impactful guys off the bench. He, he didn't get a minute after the first game until the, until garbage time in the last game, but, <laughs> and, and, and they're celebrating, celebrating every time. JaVale's every falling single, over. Yeah. Well, 48 minutes they're screaming on the sidelines. And that's yeah, that's, that's how you know there's chemistry there. But I really want to see Dwight Howard. I know he's going to get minutes this series. I really hope Vogel gives him some minutes. Um, I know Morris got hot too. So I think Vogel yeah. might want to go to Morris uh, more in this series than he normally would. But considering that Jokic or Denver does play centers, um, they do play a little bit, not super traditional style of basketball, but a lot more traditional than what Houston's strategy was. Um, how do you, I, I really think Dwight's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I want to see early, like I remember in the beginning of the season, Dwight Howard was like, everyone was, he was blowing a, up because he's a monster. monster. Yeah. I mean, he's playing like 15 minutes, averaging eight and eight. putting hey, you, know what's, you know what I think? I think um, Dwight Howard will be a good matchup with um, Plumlee when he comes off the bench. Um, you know, Jokic, I think if he's on Jokic, oh, yeah. he, he can have some success. But Jokic is really good at drawing fouls, and Howard can be pretty over-aggressive at times. So we'll have to see if he can tone that down and, yeah. and you know, watch his elbows and stuff. But against Plumlee, who is um, also a great passer, Plumlee is, is a very underrated player. He is, he's a nice center off the bench for uh, Denver. But – um, you know, with he's not the threat to score at all, like uh, like yeah. Jokic is. So I think when um, in those times when when Denver goes away from Jokic into Plumlee, you can put Dwight in there, and then on a short stretch to frustrate Jokic and get you know physically beat him down a little bit, you can get Dwight in there as well. I, I think Dwight could be could could be a big part of this series. 
Yeah. And I mean, you talked about, we talk about a third guy all the time with the Lakers and you have yeah. Anthony Davis and LeBron, um, both made first team all NBA, by the way. So congrats to them. Yeah. But you're always looking for that third guy in the series that to kind of lift him up. I think the two stars they already have is much better than Denver has already. So they're already at a disadvantage, but um, I would pick Howard as my third guy. Last series, I believe, it was Rondo. That kind of got them over the hump, per se. Yeah. And once they're clicking, it was just game over, right? Yeah. Um, so my pick is Dwight Howard for this series. Yeah. Um, I really hope J.R. Smith does not get any minutes. I'm sorry, J.R. watching you just makes me want to, like, cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. Garbage time, maybe. But uh, Rondo has been far better in those minutes, for sure. So um we'll see how that goes uh if you want yeah. we've got uh we've got some questions and we can have another one of our our hit new segment all in some questions to ask okay so let me, let me pull these up let's do it okay here we go uh big shout out for our, our new segment uh my uncle tom leonard uh he he made us the song on the on the spot so big uh big shout out for that we, we like that and so all right here are my questions this is a good one this is a good first question will a player get a triple double in game one and if so who will it be Pretty much the only question is, is it LeBron or Jokic, right? Maybe Anthony Davis, but what do you think? <laughs> Anthony Davis. Has Anthony, has Anthony Davis got a triple-double all season? Didn't he have one with blocks? I don't think he has. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah, so probably maybe, uh, maybe Rondo. He, Rondo's been like an assist away from a triple-double the last couple of games in Houston. <laughs> I know. He's like 888. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I so, think, so you think there'll be a triple okay, double or if, no? If, if there were, if a triple double were to happen, it's LeBron game one. Um, over Jokic. I said game six or six games. Oh uh, yeah, I'd be over Jokic. I just okay. So like, hmm. I might I'm gonna go Jokic. I'm just thinking about the. I'm thinking about the series a little bit more. Yeah. And you talk about triple doubles, and I know six, but this whole idea of like they came out, beat Houston in five, swept the past four games. I think LeBron's in killer mode now. Like he is. Yeah. Ready to? He saw the Clippers lose. He is feeling high about himself. He's like, "This yeah. is my opportunity." I'm saying triple double game one. LeBron changing it. They're sweeping. Okay. You said, "Wow, you changed so fast." Wow. Okay. Well, that's fine. You know what? That's my hot take. Just to make okay. it exciting. Okay. Just I, to make I, it exciting. I, I think yeah. it's going to be Jokic. You think oh, it's going to be Jokic? I, I'm going to. I'm going to say it's going to be Jokic. Because I think, I, I, just to make it interesting, I, I think you're going to be wrong and I'm going to be right. It's going to be Jokic. And that's pretty much all the reason I'm choosing Jokic, so that I'm choosing differently from you and that I'll be right. Do you think Denver's <laughs> losing this game? Yeah, I think he'll have a triple-double. I, I think he'll Denver's put up like 18, 12, oh, and 10, and the Lakers will still win. Okay, question I, number I swear, two. I think okay, – Question number two. 
Go ahead. What player will score the most points in the game? Either team. This is an interesting one. Wait, who's score the most points in the game? Yeah, who's going to score the most points in the game either side? Um, I'm picking LeBron again. LeBron? Okay, that's a good pick. I, um, I think that the I'd pick would be Le- Jamal, LeBron right? Jamal Murray. I'd Jamal say LeBron Murray's or Jamal been, Murray, but yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say – I'm going to say it's Anthony Davis. I think LeBron's going to have a big okay. assist game, and AD is going to put up about 38. And I think it's going to be awesome. I think Anthony Davis, your idea, I kind of thought about that beforehand. But I also think it's going to take a couple of games to get used to playing against big men again, since okay. AD was guarded by PJ Tucker for so long. That's true. Um, just getting used to that matchup and what they're going to do. I just, I just think- say LeBron because. I really believe he's coming out to kill. Like he's coming. It's he wants to make a statement now. He saw the Clippers blow that lead. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. I think this is too. Like we can talk about this soon, but he's coming out to kill. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just think with with how bad uh, Denver's pick and roll defense is, he could get a lot of easy shots in the paint off of pocket passes from Rondo and LeBron. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. That'll be something to watch for, and. Our last, our last question. This, this is just a straight-up spread. The Lakers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Will the Lakers cover? Over. I'm saying I say they cover. LA, I say they cover. I'm all going all-in. All-in. Yeah, we're all-in. They win game one. I'm excited. This they is going to be two, fun. They win game three, and they win game four. <laughs> and you, you know, I think about is like for the longest time in LeBron's career, and I know I might just sound like a big LeBron lover right now, but if you look into like his entire progression over the past decade, he's never been like truly favored in a finals or in a playoff series in so long. Yeah, not in at least like, five years, six years. I mean, I'm thinking back to like 2012 when he played the Thunder in the finals. Yeah, even, even then, that like, was Eastern a Conference team. Finals, you had those really tough Celtics team. Yeah, you had like those really tough Celtics teams. You had the tough Spurs team. Um, I guess maybe Toronto. I don't know, but that was more of a one-man wrecking crew and LeBron in Cleveland when yeah, others wouldn't show up. But I just think now it's like you see Miami and at uh, this Boston point, Lakers the are the favorite. I think they're both they're the favorite, and like that's something that I think he recognizes that he is the favorite to win the title now. He doesn't have to face a juggernaut of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Um, he doesn't have to face a four. Hall of Fame team with Ginobili, Kawhi, Tony Parker, and Tim Duncan. It's it's a young if they're beating Denver, um, you're facing either Jimmy Butler, All Star, no doubt. Good coaching by Eric Spolstra. Great coaching. But in facing a, a young Jason Tatum. And again, yeah, but yeah, again, great I want to say on both sides. But this is not a this is not a um, you know as some people prominent people in the media have already said it's a cakewalk. I, I don't think it's a cakewalk. I, but I trust LeBron and Rondo and Danny Green to be able to stay in the moment. They're favored to win it, but, they, I mean, you can't look past – you clearly can't look past Denver. Like, they just came back 3-1 twice in a row. Like, they're a good team. You can't look past Miami. They've got a lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. wings that can, that can do some cool things. You know, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler uh, – you know, Jay Crowder, those Andre yeah. Godal, those are all good defenders. Derek Jones so, Jr. And, and yeah, and the Celtics, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, 
can really score. Jalen Brown repping the uh, the blue and gold from Cal, so gotta love him. But hate the Celtics, and uh, even Gordon Hayward's gonna come back probably at some point. So mm-hmm. it, it's definitely not. He can't just march his way there. Yeah. But I think I think I he'll say be it's smart. A, it's not a cakewalk, but I'm saying he's a favorite. Yeah, exactly. That's Absolutely. Like, that's I, I just I I trust and, them to. And if this is let's say this is the 2022 Celtics, then it's a dogfight. Yeah. But right now, I think like they're just Tatum has to develop a little bit more to becoming like that. Yeah, and each of these teams, I MVP think MVP candidate that LeBron will hunt Jamal Murray down in the pick and roll to get that switch. And if they were to face the Celtics, LeBron would hunt down Kemba Walker. And if they face the um, the Heat, LeBron would hunt down Tyler Hero. Like there's there's guys that LeBron LeBron is just so smart. I mean, he knows he's forgotten more about basketball than I'll ever hope to know. So I, I just I have so much faith in him and this team. And uh, we're gonna have an episode on LeBron. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, I mean he is incredible. And, it, and too, it's like I mean you think about it. It's not just LeBron in a old Kevin Love or a hurt Kyrie. It's like LeBron and then first team All NBA Anthony Davis. Yeah. And you haven't had two players on the All NBA first team since Steve Nash and. I think it was Stoudemire back in 06, 07. Wow. Um, so it's been a while. Yeah. They're, it's been they're a really long good. time. They're really I mean, good. You know, they have two of the top five players in basketball right now, and that's not something that you see. Yeah, that's not something you've ever seen since, like, Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> Man, I guess maybe those Warriors teams. But yeah, Shaq and Kobe did it three times. Yeah, so let's yeah. see if the Lakers can start this series on the right foot. Take advantage of a, of a Nuggets team that will hopefully be kind of winded. Lakers have had plenty of time to prepare for them. Um, the game is on Friday night. I can't believe we still have to wait two more days to get there, but um, we are looking forward to it. And uh, with that, I think that's that's pretty much all that needs to be said before we wrap this up. Anything else, Josh? Uh, my last take would be is that I know to all the listeners out there, I made some very polarizing um, changes in my decisions. Um, I just forgot who LeBron James was. Um, can't do that. And I apologize for that for a moment, but again, I I don't I don't know. There, there's nothing to prove me wrong that he's not going to come out and just kill. Like yeah. this team, I think when you're a shark, you smell blood in the water. That blood is after the Clippers lost, it's oozing. You don't he have a Kawhi it. Leonard to stop be a LeBron stopper. Well, and I hope we're not wrong like the Clippers. Um, yeah, two weeks from now, I'll tell you something. Crying. The Lakers will um, not. The Lakers will not blow a 3-1 lead. We're excited to see this. So thank you for listening. Um, Please check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. Um, And uh, let's watch this. Let's go Lakers. Let's go Lakers, baby. Episode 8 is in the books. And tell us what you think in the comments. Thank you, everyone. Bye.